Welcome to the Lady Lounge Sports Cast, episode 90. It's over. Well, guys, football is finally over, and we're going to give you a little rerun, not well, run down, I should say, on the Super Bowl, talk about the interesting deets that happened during that game, talk about the halftime show, talk about Eli Apple absolutely getting destroyed on Twitter. I can't imagine what's worse. Well, plus losing the Super Bowl, then getting destroyed on Twitter. I can't imagine what's worse than that. Then we'll talk about our favorite Super Bowl commercials. And then after that, finally, we'll give a little rundown of what's happened with the Pelicans and then talk about how we're going to transition to watching and talking more about the Pelicans again since football season is over with. All right, guys. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So, David, how you feeling, bud? Empty. Yeah. Just very empty. It's finally over. The 2021-22 NFL football season has finally come to a close. And this it is was when, like, seasonal depression really kicks in. Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. And it was a major, major disappointment because we were biased around here. We were rooting for the Bengals. And they lost Super Bowl 56. It is what it is. I mean, I mean, it's not much you can say else about I it. I mean, it's the Rams. the Rams. The Rams have literally gone all in for three seasons straight. And they're the better team that were supposed to win that game. Yeah, it would have been great to see Joe Burrow do it. But it just, it, it was very He'll unlikely. He's going to be back in it. The Rams, the Rams are going to be a laughing, uh, what's it, a laughing stock, stock of the league <laughs> for like the next 10 years. Because they've kicked, they've gone all in so hard. They kicked this can so far down the road. They're not going to have a team. To be fair, everyone's I, retired. I would do that for the Saints. Be I would for ten years, without a doubt. I would. I would still watch. I'll take a Super Bowl right now. If Drew Brees could come back and get a Super Bowl, I would one hundred percent take it. Without you can't a doubt. win a Super Bowl with Drew Brees if he comes back. I know, but like I would say, like if somehow magically. He would come back and then win the Super Bowl for the next ten years. We're a laughing stock. I'll take it. Sean Payton and Tom Brady both come out of retirement and go to the Saints. Sean Payton comes back. Tom Brady comes here. I'll take it. Are you do you have the hiccups? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Of course. Of course. As soon as well, we start, it's okay. 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 All right. So, like I said, football's finally over. Joe Burrow did lose, which is very upsetting. Jamar Chase, but I was just just watching like. The Bengals did have a party planned for after the Super Bowl, and they still attended, which I get. You had a great season. You still want to celebrate it. Like, the Bengals are going to be fine in the next, like, next 10 years. Did you years. time me? Yes, I did. You held your breath for four minutes and 33 seconds. Nice. It's almost Pretty solid. Me. Almost solid. Really solid, actually. But uh, the Bengals did have an after party, and it was crazy because Kid Cudi was playing the after party and he had a little private concert for the Bengals and the Bengals families and stuff. And like I said, I get it. You still want to celebrate a great season you had. And Joe Burrow was on stage with Kid Cudi while Kid Cudi was wearing his jersey. And you can see in the background while Joe Burrow was listening to Kid Cudi and like kind of slightly dancing. You could tell he was really, really upset that he lost the Super Bowl. Which sucks. I, it's, I mean, you can't get sacked seven times in a Super Bowl and expect to win. I think it was eight times. 
I think it was seven, but it might have been eight. Or however many times he got sacked, it, it's it's not feasible. No. Um, so one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven times. He got sacked seven times. Yeah, that's still seven times. That's seven times ridiculous. in the Super Bowl, and you're going to lose that game. That's, and then, I don't know, the, the Bengals will never make it back, I don't think, unless they address the offensive line. They Which have I think to, they will. They have to do something major. I don't know what it is. I don't know how the finances of the NFL works. But I, that one hit that Joe Burrow took, and he was just screaming. You can see him screaming after the hit. I think he and tore of course, his ACL. Uh, big schlong Joe. He might have tore his ACL. Yeah, it definitely. He definitely hurt himself more than what it appeared. But big schlong Joe was like, "No, tell the medical staff to go after themselves. I'm going back in the game. No one's taking me out of this game." True player move, but apparently, it's, it's, from it's what scary. I understand. From what I understand, the Bengals have like $68 million in cap space. So they could definitely make some moves for the offensive line. I think they need to get a new cornerback, get rid of Eli Apple, because he Eli did lose that game. What a long. joke. Even with uh, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow being sacked seven times, Eli Apple did blow that game. Everybody in the that. internet warned the Bengals about Eli Apple this entire postseason, and they just didn't listen. That's well, their front office's issue. They needed to just not play Eli Apple. They needed to, to cut Eli Apple before the Super Bowl. To be fair... Eli Apple brought this on himself. He did, and he's trash. He literally brought it on himself. He just went out after their first playoff win. We've talked about it every week. This literally, he went out, roasted a bunch of cities, made a lot, a lot of enemies. Like half of the United States, more than half, three-fourths of the United States were probably rooting for the Bengals. And two, Eli Apple started talking shit on Twitter, and everybody was like, you know what? I want Eli Apple to get absolutely cooked. In every single game he ever plays in now. Whenever and Twitter you did not let up last night. Sports reporters making TikToks. So we, it's a hilarious TikTok. I sent it to David right before this. He'd already seen it and didn't send it to me because he's a bad friend, apparently. But that's besides the facts. <laughs> this one lady, she was all doing like on the field coverage of the Super Bowl. Sure and she's like, or she works for NFL Network. She she put out a, and then what, what exactly did it say, David? I'm going to, I'm going to open it. And you're, I'm saying, you're enjoying your first, uh, covering your first Super Bowl. You're covering more uh, than Eli Apple. All right, that's that. not what it said. Close enough. But that, <laughs> say it, say it. it. She said, such an incredible experience providing coverage at my first Super Bowl, unlike Eli Apple. I mean, he's just getting roasted by the entire internet. Hilarious. Literally hilarious. If I mean, they won that game, he's still getting roasted just as hard. If Joe Burrow in that last drive comes back, scores a touchdown, they win that game, it it wouldn't have been any better for him. Yeah, Aaron Donald was not going to let Joe Burrow come back. He was literally destroying that offensive line. And I I I didn't I forgot all about this, but Aaron Donald really is like a monster. He benches over 500 pounds. He's retiring. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. There's no reason for him to come back. There's going to be a lot of Rams players, like you said, retiring. And honestly, the coach I is can't retiring. blame him. Sean McVay? Sean McVay said he's going to retire if he wins the Super Bowl. Or something I can't, along those lines. I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't blame him. What's the point now? You, do you really need to make a dynasty? Matthew Stafford's they not trying to They can't make a dynasty. dynasty. Well, it is saying, impossible for that team to make a dynasty. Matthew Stafford does not care about a dynasty. He got his one. I remember when he was on the stage post-game when he announced Cooper Cup as the NFL MVP. I think Sean McVay was like, I bet you wish that was you. And he was like, honestly, I really don't care. <laughs> I got a Super Bowl ring. That was like exactly what the lips, like the, 
the lip reading the lips said, and it was just like, okay, he really doesn't care. He has a ring now. He's solidified his career, his legacy, and it's over. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised in the offseason. Matthew Stafford's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to retire. I'm ready. He, I'm ready to get out of this. I don't think, I think regardless, I don't think he can, pl- I don't think he's going to be able to play for the Rams next season. They don't have the cap money to pay him. I think, I think, like you said, a lot of people are going to be gone. Von Miller's probably going to be gone. Aaron Donald's going to retire. I mean, the Rams are going to be a laughing stock for the next 10 years. The Chargers are going to be the new team of LA. The only player they're going to be keeping is probably Cooper Cup. Oh, well, yeah, without a doubt. Probably Cooper and Cup. Mark my words. We'll go back to this episode, episode 90. Cooper Cup next season isn't going to have 80 receptions or 1,000 yards, if, even if he plays the whole season. Oh, he yeah, won't. without a doubt. He's not going to have any weapons on his team. He's not going to probably won't have a quarterback. He's not going to have any defense. This is the one-hit wonder season for Cooper Cup. And then Andrew Whitworth is going to the LSU boy, winning the national championship at LSU, and then at the age of 41, finally getting a Super Bowl, played in three Super Bowls, lost all of them but this one. And, yeah, I'm happy for the LSU boy, Louisiana boy, finally getting his ring. I don't know. It's it's just such, like, an interesting, like, feeling with the Super Bowl because, one, I did want the Bengals to win, but I was happy for Matthew Stafford and OB. Yeah. I'm just still salty that the uh, Rams gave up at halftime against the 49ers, and that's the reason the Saints had no postseason. Yeah, that kind of pissed so me off. So that is the biggest reason I'm salty. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Odell Beckham got his ring. Andrew Whitworth got his ring. A couple of other guys got their ring. Matthew Stafford got his ring. Speaking of Odell Beckham. Towards ACL. Odell Beckham messed himself up. Yeah. He's going to retire. so bad for him. Did you see it in his face? Mm-hmm. On the sidelines, he like, knew. Yeah, he was depressed. I was welling up, but like the, the the poor dude, like he was out there. If if Odell Beckham didn't go out, that he was gonna have four hundred yards. There's he was like, unguardable. Two hundred. He was unguardable. He was unguardable. He was tearing up the secondary. Um, I think Eli Apple was covering him. It's like yep. the dude was gonna have a million yards. The thing is, if I am OBJ, I'm retiring. There's no point. You got your shit. That's his third ACL tear, third or fourth ACL tear. He's he wants to no, be finished. I think it's his second ACL tear. He tore it once with the Giants, tore it once with the Browns, and I think this is the next one. I don't think he tore it with the Browns. He did. He tore it with the Browns. He tore it like game three of 2019. I remember because I had him on my fantasy team. So for the same looking. tear 16 months prior. I, I, he must have not torn it with the Giants. I think he There's no way he's times. torn his ACL three times. It, or he had some kind of other injury with the Giants, some other leg injury, some like weird leg injury. He keeps messing up that leg, without a doubt. I'd be thinking of Victor Cruz whenever he was on the team with him. Mm, let's see. OBJ, leg injuries. Uh, injury history, okay. Let's see. Entry history, okay. Strained hamstring, okay. He has one, he has one, two, three, four, four, uh, five, five, uh, left leg injuries. So he tore his toe muscle, patel toe muscle, ankle fracture, uh, another high sprain ankle fracture. Well, those are all ankle. football injuries and then two ACL tears. Yeah, so I I can imagine he's probably done. Why not? I mean, I I mean I would. Why uh, not? He's probably come back. No, honestly, With where he sports is a free medicine agent. is now. 
he's going to be playing somewhere again. He's going to make more money in his career. He's he not is a free agent. Him. I think he's coming to New Orleans. He wants to finish his career in New Orleans, I think. Come back home, finish it here. That makes sense. I'd like it that. would make sense. I would we'll, sign him we'll for a year. With open arms. I will sign him for a year. I would buy that jersey for a year, and he retires after that. Honestly, if I was a player and I got a ring, I'll be done. Football is a high-contact sport, a very dangerous sport, in fact. One ring's enough. I don't need seven rings like Tom Brady. Now, does that make me uh, not a competitor? when you Eli Apple. But Eli Apple has no rings. Well, he has he has a ring for Ohio State. I'll tell you that back. But it still makes you an Eli Apple. It makes you an Eli Apple because you wouldn't retire. Or would you be a David West? Wait. I'm so confused. You're using the terms wrong. I don't remember how and we used I'm... the terms last week. Well, I don't remember how we used it. Eli Apple is an Eli Apple. Okay. And when you call someone a David West, you're just saying they're an upstanding gentleman, a really good person. Uh, salt of the okay. Earth. So you'd be an Eli Apple right now. I'm not being an Eli Apple. I'm you being are. Eli Apple? So you would want to, after you tore your ACL, won a championship, you wouldn't come back? You're That's an Eli up. Apple if you don't. All right. Well, OBJ might be an Eli Apple. Is, is Aaron Donald an Eli Apple who retires? No. Why not? Because Aaron Donald played, first of all, he's like 32 now. Oh, how old is Aaron Donald? How old? How old is 30. He's 30. Yeah, but he's a nine-time Pro Bowler at the age of 30. He has a Super Bowl win, and he's pretty much stuck with the Rams. I think he he's was. He's not a free agent. He didn't sign a one-year deal. And OBJ is 29 years old. There's no shot that Aaron. There's no shot that the Rams are going to be good at all. No. And then OBJ. OBJ is 29 years old. You got a ring. Why would he want to stay? I think it's just all thoughts to think about an off season. I don't know if Beckham's not retired. I think he's going to come to the Saints. I actually really do believe that. He might come to the Saints. He's definitely not going to play with the Rams next season. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, the Rams can't. can't But he's retired. He's not retired. Yeah, I actually agree. Let's see. What else are we talking about this with, game? With the way sports medicine works now, he'll come back stronger after an ACL tear. <laughs> I just would retire, too. What about Matthew Stafford? Is he going to retire? Let's see, oh, Matthew yeah, he's Stafford's done. He's retired. He's signing a one-day deal with the Lions. and He's 34 years old. Right yeah, I would retire. It's no point. Just retire, you know? He's going like, to retire. He's going to a million percent retire. A contract. Oh, oh, yeah, without a doubt. What's his contract? Oh, he has like an insane contract, I'm pretty sure. Five years. Whew, man, it's five years. It's a five-year contract. He doesn't become a un- uh, free agent to 2023. But how's it a five-year contract? What did I just read? Matthew Stafford signed a five-year contract, $135 million contract with the Detroit Lions. Oh, okay, wait, so to pick up that salary. So... Yeah, he can he can retire next year. He probably is going to play one more year. Because if he retires this year, imagine who he's going to retire with. Big Ben, Tom Brady. That Hall of Fame uh, game and Hall of Fame speeches are going to be overshadowed. I think there's a much better chance that he retires this year than Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, well, yeah. that I agree with that, without a doubt. I think, I think Matthew Stafford's going to retire. I strongly believe in that. No, people that have been injured enough, Matthew Stafford has been injured so freaking much. Played so for the Lions for like a million years. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's played for the Lions for what, 12 years, something like that? I he's mean, ready to go. The story makes sense. 
He puts all that time, blood, sweat, and sweet tears into the organization he loves in the Lions. He's getting towards the end of his career. He leaves for one season, goes, wins the Super Bowl, and that one season he retires. It just makes sense the way it's flowing. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree with you. I think he's done too. And if not this year, definitely next year, without a doubt. Um, yeah, like you said, Bengals have to spend their money on the offensive linemen. Uh, the game itself was pretty solid. It was a very enjoyable game. The, I actually uh, really enjoyed I don't, it. I don't know. After the two-minute mark of the, sec- of the third quarter, it was a terrible game. Because of bad calls? No, it wasn't just bad calls. It was just boring football. I enjoyed it. The Bengals decided to be complacent and trying to run out the clock for this whole entire second half. Oh, yeah. The Rams were doing absolutely nothing on offense until the one drive where Cooper Cup scored a touchdown in the second half. Second half was just a bad. The first half was a good game. The very beginning of the second half was a good game. And then it just went downhill really fast. Well, the Rams were kind of throwing it away in the third quarter. And then the Bengals were kind of draining out the clock. And it was like bad. It was bad play calling first off. On Zach Taylor, and then um, they, they started running ball with uh, Pierre, whatever his name is. He barely ever used him. Yeah, they ever barely ever used him in the playoffs at all. And on that third, what was that fourth and one call or third and one third call? And one. Well, the reason one. the reason they ran that ball in the third and one call is they didn't have time to make. Because if you put in Joe Mixon there, you have to give the defense a chance to make a substitution as well. That's going to run too much time off the clock. Samaj Perrine's the better pass blocker, and he's their third down back, so he's going to be in there for the two-minute drive. So it was either call a timeout and put in Joe Mixon or just run it with Samaj Perrine or throw the ball. I don't think you have to let the defense make a substitution. You have to let the defense make a substitution if the offense makes a substitution. That is the rule of football. But what would, what would the substitution be for a running back and running back? They wouldn't switch anything out for that, defensive-wise. Well, well, you have to give them the opportunity, which takes some time off the clock. They're going to switch something out because you have to give them time to make the substitution. Hmm. I still think they probably should have passed the ball in third and one, especially since, which we call it's kind of a smaller running back. I don't I just feel like there was some questionable stuff happening in the, in the third quarter, into the fourth quarter. I still personally believe it was a really good game. I enjoyed watching the game. I wasn't super bored of the game. I thought it was a classic Super Bowl, unlike some Super Bowls we've had in the past. I really enjoyed it. And I also think the commercials are really freaking good this year, too. I really like the commercials this year. I remember last year the commercials were kind of like, ugh. This year the commercials are fire, I personally, in my opinion. Um, my I have three favorite commercials. And I don't know if you wrote down any of your favorite commercials, but... Three of my favorite commercials were the Flavor Town Bud Light Seltzer commercial, commercial, where the two henchmen of Guy Fieri, uh, his Flavor Town henchmen, came in the kitchen during the Super Bowl party and stole the Bud Light Seltzers. I thought that was hilarious, and they stole them to Flavor Town. It's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland kind of like, obviously Flavor Town kind of mashup. I thought it was hilarious, and then I liked the Lay's commercial with Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. I mean, when you put Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd together, it's literally freaking hilarious. So I really like that one. And then obviously the Doritos the commercial was one. solid. Dude, that one freaked me out because it's like I didn't know what was going on. You're tripping. And Big then time. like, and then and then it started vibing. Yeah, and it's like, I it's all you can never go wrong when you have animals dancing and did beatboxing you, right. and rapping and stuff. So did you see the Uber Eats commercial? Which one from last year or this year? No, this year. Uh, I don't know. What was it? Remind so me, you had it? like celebrities just eating weird things like couch cushions and stuff. And then they had Gwyneth Paltrow eating a candle. 
which had nice. to be the funniest commercial of the entire Super Bowl. Let me let me watch. Let's see. Uber Eats. Let's see. Uber. Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial. Uber Eats. Okay, Super I got it. Talk about the next one. Talk about the next one. This is the this is the best one. Let's we have see. to talk about this one. So well, it's just a minute like, long. I'm yeah, just right skip now. to like twenty one seconds. Oh, baby wipes! Ew, that's gross. She so Gwyneth Paltrow is known as she did some crazy things in her life, but she essentially made a candle that smells like her. Uh... Oh, I see it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's the candle that smells like her downstairs business to keep it friendly, family and friendly. She, and she ate it. So she takes a big bite out of the candle, and she goes, "Huh, this tastes funny." Oh, it had geez. to be the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. When did this one come on? I don't remember seeing this one. I don't know. I, I remember I wrote this one down because I was like, all right, this is the funniest one by a lot. This candle tastes funny. And then okay. she goes, not bad, but funny. I like that one. I like that one. That one's it, solid. It's hilarious. It's, I, it's... I do feel like they were solid commercials this year, without a doubt. I, don't know were, the... I didn't watch like I didn't watch as many of the commercials as I probably should have, because mm-hmm. um, we were talking a lot. We had like a family Super Bowl party. We were talking a lot during the commercials, so I was kind of like zoned out for a lot of them. But like that one, I call it, and it, it. There's no way they made one funnier than that, in my opinion. Did you see the Doctor Evil one? Doctor Evil. Yeah, like the Austin Powers one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Doctor Evil yeah, and Austin Powers. Funny. I think those movies are hilarious. So it's always funny when they bring back the old cast for commercials and stuff. So I really like that one as well. I just think this year is very solid for commercials. And obviously you have like the typical car commercials every year for the Super Bowl. And you see the car commercials and you're like, okay, this year they're really pushing the electronic cars, like uh, eco-friendly cars. But they never they never showed the price, which I think is always funny with the new car commercials in the Super Bowl. They never show the price of the cars because it's like they want to get you gonna, there, so you have to figure out the price. That's gonna be super expensive, and most the average American probably could not buy these eco friendly, chargeable cars. But it's nice to see it, like cars switch into this eco friendly stuff. So I think we saw a Hyundai one, a Toyota chargeable truck one, Sopranos commercial, the Sopranos Toyota. Uh, not Toyota, Chevy uh, Silverado commercial, the chargeable electronic uh, one. Say the T one again. Toyota. It's Toyota. Toyota, 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 like Yoda, Toyota, Yoda. That's what I said first, huh? No, you said, I said that I said wrong Toyota? every single time. I said Toyota. You said Toyota. <laughs> I was trying to figure Whatever, out. Whatever, Toyota. That's. You need a nap. Oh You're off of work today. I just threw my mouth. Like actually. Wait, what? I just threw up in my mouth. I did too after you said Toyota. Oh my god, that was disgusting. Oh my god, <laughs> why did I do that? What the fuck just happened? What the hell just happened, I should say? Family friendly. No, I'm pretty sure that's family better, friendly. Please. Family friendly. Okay. But yeah, really? the commercials were funny. No, it's not worth bleeping that out. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's okay, David. But the car commercials, I like the car commercials that literally have nothing to do with cars. I don't know if you saw the one about the brothers. It was a, a commercial about two uh, paraplegic brothers that play that that compete in the paraplegic Olympics, and they were like, "Oh, we won!" Like I don't remember exact details, but they were like, "Oh, we won eight medals over this time period. This year's our last uh, Winter Olympics." And then all of a sudden, Toyota 
came on the screen. That was it. It was just like Toyota. No. Toyota. <laughs> Toyota. Oh, you're trying. Toyota. This Toyota. is like the fourth time you've triggered me this podcast. You start I'm off by saying it. deets during the rundown, which pissed me off so much. It like irrationally made me angry. So Toyota was really good. I really, really enjoy the Toyota commercials. David, I will drive to your house and fight you right now. I love the Toyota commercials. So uh, what was another funny car commercial? The Sopranos one, like I said. I'm forgetting another one. But the, the one with the, talking uh, about the Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd commercial. I did. I did talk about that one. Um, the Nick Jonas one. Nick Jonas was in a bunch of. Com- oh, I remember there was a commercial. There's a there was one actor. He's not he's not like a super well-known actor. He's not even like a well-known actor at all. He's like, I don't know. I've seen him in commercials all the time. It's it was so crazy. I saw this one guy in like five different commercials he was in the car commercial. He was in the uh, the coffee commercial with Arnold, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he was in a bunch of different commercials. And I saw someone on Twitter take all the pictures. I got to find the picture I'm posting on Instagram. Take all the pictures of this one actor and be like, who the hell is this guy? He's in a shit ton of Super Bowl commercials. So I'm sure we're going to see some kind of like mini documentary series on how this guy snuck into a bunch of commercials during the Super Bowl. It was actually like mind blowing. And nobody realized what I was trying to say, but I was like, this literally that one guy, he was in three commercials prior to this one. It was just super weird. Super weird. I will say this much Coinbase definitely leveled up the commercial game. Oh, wow. That's right. I forgot about all about Coinbase leveled up the commercial game. So if if someone missed it for some reason, Coinbase had a commercial where it was just a QR code bouncing around the screen for like 30 seconds. And then, like, you if you scan it, it brings you to sign up for a Coinbase account and you get like 15 free dollars or something like that. And then to end the commercial, they made every boomer in America think that their TV got hacked because it just cuts to like that loud screeching cut to like a blue screen where it just says Coinbase and it goes off. Did every did everybody at your party freak out and try to scan the QR code? Um, yeah, like three people did. I, I uh, wasn't with it. Everybody, everybody at Valis House freaked out and was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, we gotta catch it!" And now, if you notice. The QR code bouncing back and forth like the it hit TV. the corner twice. It hit the corner twice. It hit the corner Goddamn twice. Right. That was the biggest. That was the best part of the commercial. They let it hit the corner twice. They let it hit the corner Huge twice. Play. I I loved uh, it. I had the I had the over of one hit two. Super happy about that. It was awesome. Very satisfying. But they loved the commercial game. 100%. Yeah, now everybody's. It had to be that. the smartest commercial during the Super Bowl. Everybody's me doing that now. Everybody. I I'm here for it. I thought it was hilarious. I saw it and I was like, oh, get it up instantly, scan it, but I don't have a Coinbase account. So, Well, it was to register for a Coinbase account. So oh, register for, okay, register. you did exactly what you were supposed to do. You just didn't follow through. Right. I and guarantee it, like they at least got like 20,000 people to make an account. Right. At least. Minimum. At least. And then you had the, um, speaking of Coinbase or crypto, you had the LeBron James talking to younger LeBron James in his old room. You that was that hilarious. That was I love. I thought. I thought it was funny. I thought it was yeah. funny because that's how LeBron James communicates Because you're a LeBron himself. No, that's how LeBron. That's James, why you think it was the best commercial. That's how LeBron James. LeBron. Commu- that's how LeBron James communicates with himself on Instagram. It's always with posts talking to his uh, past self. He's like, if I can go back, I would say this to myself or speaking to young LeBron. This is what I would do differently, or this is what I can't believe my life is this kind of stuff. I thought it was hilarious. Maybe he knows something we don't. Like going back in time, maybe you could time travel. Maybe you can. You think LeBron James would go back in time and tell him to invest in Bitcoin? Probably so. 
I wish I can go back in time and tell myself to invest in Bitcoin. Me too. I really wish I could too. Um, let's see. What's another Super Bowl commercial I really like? The halftime show was pretty sick. The halftime. I did like the halftime show a lot. It was much better than last year's halftime show. Who um, was last time's halftime? Last year's halftime show was, was last year's Shakira. No, or, that was last year. Was was the, the weekend? weekend huh? So it wasn't. Yeah. I think the weekend was probably better because I love the weekend. Shout well, out. I think with the weekend it was uh he was doing like his own like kind of lore to his um halftime show and a lot of people didn't really understand it because a lot of people didn't listen to the weekend. At least a lot of boomers didn't listen to the weekend. Yeah. I feel like this this weekend I mean, uh, this, this halftime show was a little bit better because it was more open to a larger know. crowd. This this halftime it. show was five has beens and Kendrick Lamar. Five so, has been do you think Snoop Dogg's a has been? <laughs> it's a joke. I, I was you, triggering everybody at the Super Bowl party. I just kept saying that. Well, they had the dude that made Beats by Dre. They had that guy there. He was he no, was, no, he, was, he wasn't there. Yeah, he was there. The guy Beats by Dre. He was there. No, he was he performing. Wasn't he wasn't wearing any Beats by Dre though, but yeah, he was so there. He wasn't there, obviously. Ah, so he didn't have a staple on him. The guy that invented Beats by Dre. That's crazy. Did you know he was a producer? It's insane. Uh, did you know no, what he, movies did he make? I don't know. Did you know they would call him Doctor Dre? That's kind of crazy. So he was there. Fifty Cent looked very, very, uh, fit, very fit. Um, my my question about the whole Fifty thing is so like that was a surprise of the halftime show. Mm. He wasn't announced. He wasn't on any of the stuff. So they had to like whenever they were setting up the stage and stuff, they had to wheel on the stage with him already in the ceiling. He had the how long did they have second? my man waiting in a ceiling to perform at the halftime show for a hot second? A at least forty five minutes. He so I don't remember who it was. I think it was Brock. He was trying to explain to me that 50, 50 Cent is extremely broke and that they probably let him do the halftime show for a favor so he can have some money because he's really close to like Snoop Dogg and all them still. And they, they were saying I'm that sure it was probably a favor. 50 Cent. Really? I yeah. think so. You might be right. But they were doing it as a favor. 50 Cent is broke. And he has a lot of baby mamas too. Yeah. And we oh, yeah. discovered 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 Cent is uh, bankrupt, and he did it for a favor. That's kind of funny. Sad, but funny. He reported network of $500 million and even filed bankruptcy twice. That's, that's crazy. That's, he needs to do what Duke McAllister did. Just buy, well, did have a bunch of um, car dealerships, but now he probably should just do talk show radio. Perfect. If he's that broke. But now, after I guess after the Super Bowl, he's not that broke anymore. Yeah. I might just go watch Get Rich or Die trying 40 times just to give him some royalties. Honestly, I enjoyed the halftime show. I think it was really good. Like, everybody, go on your Spotify. Just listen to Fiddy, like, two hours this week. If everyone does it in the world, my man will have money again. I don't know, dude. They don't get that much money off Spotify. (laughs) But if everybody does it in the world? He has 760, well, monthly listeners. He has 20 million monthly listeners. Yeah, but if we time. bump that up to like a twenty billion, oh, it'd be nuts. That's a nice little paycheck. It'd be insane, absolutely insane. Fifty uh, own vitamin water. Did he own vitamin water? He's probably an investor. Well, he also also Snoop Dogg got caught slacking before the Super Bowl. How? But he's in a, he got caught smoking the Mary Jane before he the before oh, he got it was on obviously. national television. It was on national television. He was literally in the house, that White House. He's in a state where it's legal. Yeah, but he was on the White House. You know, like and he was on top Snoop of that. Dog. 
Oh, yeah. He was on top of it, and he was on the like, little staircase walking up to it, and you see this dude just light one. Like, as they're introducing, like, I forgot who's, who was the first one to sing. Dr. Dre, I think, maybe? And well, no. Was, Snoop was the first one. Snoop was the first one. I, I don't know what they were doing. I think they were setting up still, and he was it's just chilling. Much. He was probably just, he was, they're probably still signed up. They were still chilling, and he lit one up, and he got caught on national television. That was hilarious, but it sounds like the very most Snoop Dogg thing ever. And he was crip walking, too, which was kind of funny, too. I love Snoop Dogg. Me, too. I've seen him live before. He's hilarious live. Hilarious. Saint, if you imagine what Snoop Dogg is live, that's probably exactly what, he, what it is. But um, Rams won. Bengals lost. Bengals will be back. Rams probably not. The Super Bowl was fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Another good feel-good story was Van Jefferson literally having a baby right after. His, his wife literally held the baby in until the game was over with, and he rushed straight to the hospital, and like an hour and a half later, two hours later, they had the baby. His uh, newborn son, I think it was. Don't have a name yet. I imagine you also they had uh, Taylor Rapp, the safety for the Rams, uh, Rams um, all time baller move proposed to his uh, girlfriend now fiance on the field after the Super Bowl win. If he loses, how long does it take for him to propose? I think he does it a couple weeks later, not after I, the Super I Bowl. I think he just doesn't at all. He just the breaks just up with her. Apart at that point, he just breaks up with her. He's I like, you so. know what? I don't think this works out anymore. Well, I think you know what? Uh, this isn't in our. Uh, this wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, the Super Bowl is awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, now we have seven more months of football starts again, which is our main thing is football because I really love football. It's gonna be an interesting year next year. Well, we have we have some football, intermittent football. Oh, we, we have, have the New Orleans Breakers soon. Yeah, you have, you have the USFL. Mm-hmm. Which we're gonna go to a couple games because our our head coach's last name is Fedora, and we're all gonna wear fedoras at the game. Really? I, I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, his head, our head coach's name. I don't remember his first name. I think it's Jacob Fedora. That's a terrible name. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I know he's a head coach. He's been a good coach for somewhere. Let's see. New Orleans Breakers. What's his first name? Larry Fedora. That's his name. Larry Fedora. <laughs> that is a terrible name. We're going to wear fedoras when we go to the games. Larry Fedora. I like it. All right, Larry Fedora. We'll be rocking fedoras for you. But we have that in the spring. We have the rest of the Pelican season. Eventually, them making the playoffs, hopefully. So, tonight they play. I think they play. Who do they play tonight? They play They play something good tonight. The Raptors. They play the Raptors tonight. And then tomorrow, they play the Mavericks, which I... No, they play the Grizzlies tomorrow, which I might go to that game. But, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Um, Pelicans are looking good. We've traded for C.J. McCullen. Lost uh, our first game with him. Lost our first game with lost two games with them actually, but that's okay. It's gonna take some time to get used to any rotations. I mean, we did get rid of Josh Hart, Nah, uh, Diddy, and a couple other players. And uh, what is his name? Tony, 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 Tony. I can't remember his name. Stratzberger, not Stratzberger. Let's see. C.J. McCullen, trade. Why can't I can't think of his name? That's fine. But I heard Zion Williamson was very happy about it. And then we did have to get rid of Josh Hart and Nah as well, which kind of sucks. Josh Hart went to Portland, and so did Nah. But as soon as Nah got off the plane to Portland, he was told that he got traded to Utah. And he went immediately from the airport to Utah 
and they interviewed him the next day, like the Utah Jazz media, because they have nothing better to do. They interviewed him, and Nall looked extremely, extremely upset. It's one thing to go to a contender. He wasn't upset about that. But for a player like Nall, he wants to go to a team where he's actually going to get minutes so he can develop himself. And in Utah, he's not going to get maybe next to no minutes, to be honest with you. He might get some playing time, but they're like a contender team. They really are. I think that they're, they're the third in the West, probably. Third or fourth in the West. Like They're a contender. He's not going to get that much time. They have their team set. So it sucks in the long run for Nah, but Josh Hart's going to be really good in Portland. Josh Hart's probably going to play there for another year or two. The Jazz are fourth in the West. Fourth in the West. And then uh, Josh Hart's probably going to play with Portland for a little bit longer. Portland's rebuilding. I think um, Damian Lillard doesn't want out, but he necessarily wants a new build around him. And CJ McCollum wanted to go to a team that desperately wanted him, and he actually chose New Orleans. He actually wanted to be in New Orleans, which is a, a huge, huge deal for our team because no one That's ever new. wants to come here. Yeah, no one ever wants to come here. He said he wanted to play with Brandon Ingram because Brandon Ingram is literally a future superstar, if not a superstar now. And he said he have you have Zion Williamson, you have a young team around him. He wants to be that vet that's going to open that team up to make a long run. So in the future, not this year, obviously, but a long run in the future because we still need a few more pieces. But it's be like exciting. Like Zion. Like Zion. Which, that's an important uh, piece. Which we don't really know much about Zion now. I know he's in Portland. He's still rehabbing. I think he's losing a lot of weight. I think that's what mainly what it is. He's just going to lose a lot of weight and then come back to New Orleans to completely change. Like, back to Duke Zion. He had to get away from the New Orleans food and probably go to the part of the country with the least flavorful food yeah. to where he could lose weight. Probably Makes so. sense. Makes sense. I mean, the narrative fits. Narrative fits. So, we play the Raptors tonight. We'll be watching that game. Super pumped. I think it starts in, uh, let's see, Pelicans, Raptors. Pelicans, Raptors. It starts in an hour. So we'll be watching that game. Um, I kind of want to go to the Mavericks game on Thursday. So I'll probably go to that game. I don't know. I'm not, not really, I'm not, sure. not, not really wild with the, the, the uh, Grizzlies because we kind of have the Grizzlies numbers. I wouldn't mind seeing Ja. But other than that, we're going to start talking about the Pelicans more since we are running out of football. We might do a little recap on the schedule, see, pick our wins and losses for the next year. We do play the Bengals at home. I would love to go to that game because I feel like that game will be really I mean, fun to see. For us to do that, we're going 17 and Oh, yeah. But I would love to, still love to go to that game, though. Still love to go see Joe Burrow get beat. Oh, yeah. I, want, I, I'd, I think I'd rather. Well, it'd be a cool one to go to for sure. But I also really want to go to Buffalo. I want to jump. Oh yeah, Buffalo team. too. I want to go through. I want to go to an away game, another away game. Every year, I usually go to an away game. I didn't go to one this year. I want to go to an away stadium. I think the next one's gonna be Buffalo or or Lambeau. But yeah, that's really it. That's all I had. This episode's gonna be relatively short. We knew that. We might bring back uh, movie time in the lounge or something next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. The, speaking of that, I don't know if you saw the Magic Johnson documentary. I would love to watch that. They're making a, they made a TV show. I mean, they're making a TV show on Magic Johnson's life. Is it I already would, out? No, not yet. Let's see. HBO Magic well, let's Johnson. Let's call our first movie time of the week because I still haven't watched it and we haven't really talked about it. The Sean Payton one on Netflix. We talked about it. Very briefly. I talked about it. I watched we it. Rank, we didn't rank it or anything. Oh, okay. Well, winning We'll time, talk about it more next week. It's called The Winning Time, The Rise of Lakers Dynasty. And it's about like the matchups between... Uh, 
out. Is it release date? March sixth. Okay, cool. I actually really want to watch that. It looks it's, it's like a bunch of actors. It's like actually going to be a series. It looks really good. I got to get HBO though, which is the only thing. But I will eventually get one. I actually might have an HBO Max account. I I, the thing is, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with my TV. Like the smart TV I have doesn't get HBO, which is kind of whack. So I guess I got to get a Fire Stick or something like that. Or just like stream it on your phone and blast it to the TV or something. I don't. My phone. Like for some reason, my phone doesn't. It doesn't do that on a TV. Like I can't airplay it. How old's your phone? My phone. It's a ten. Should do it. I don't know. Maybe your TV doesn't do it. Well, I got to check. Maybe I'm just not Very looking at it right. Very possible as well. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day. David, you're my Valentine this year. You're my Valentine's, John. <laughs> All right. I hope you eventually get yourself a, to- a Toyota. Oh. All right. We're sponsored by Toyota, not Toyota. Don't get it Toyota. twisted, guys. It's a company we made. It's a company we made. It's a Thai company. We literally just sell ties. All right. So have a good week, a good week, guys, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. I remember being lonely, but never settled for nothing less.